You're listening to The Dilly Show with author Brendan Dilly, now available as a daily podcast. You can catch the show live Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Go to dillyshow.com for details. And now, your host, Brendan Dilly. Good morning, MAGA. Welcome to The Dilly Show. I'm your host, author Brendan Dilly. It's my book right here, still breathing. The wisdom and teachings of a perfectly flawed man. You pick that up on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or any other major book retailer. Please check that out today. Also, if you love this show, support this show. You go to Subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. That is the best place still to this day if you want to help out this show. If you just say, hey, you know what? I love this broadcast. I love these people. I love this community. You can go to subscribestar.com forward slash the Dilly Show, and that's where you can go to uh, help us out and make sure the lights stay on around here. It's uh, it's uh, probably the, one of the better services I've ever used. Also, if you love this show, you can uh, download it at a, as a podcast at bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show. That's bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show. And this is the, uh, thankfully, courtesy of magical producer Trevor, Thankfully, he is now doing this podcast. He's been doing this for us five days a week for about six months now, and it continues to grow. It's also a great way if you're on the move and you just don't have time to watch the show. Trev does a tremendous job producing this thing and making it uh, and making it work. So we love him. We appreciate him. But yeah, you guys check that out right there. Bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show. I am scrambling this morning because, well, actually, I was fully prepared. I was ready to go. But my wife, unbeknownst to her, God bless her, Randy, you are officially banned from my uh, computer. I don't know what you have to do to use a different computer, but it ain't going to be that one ever again. Ever. I've been scrambling because you signed into some bullshit and it signed me out out of all of my accounts for this show. So no more touching daddy's computer ever again. Every fucking account signed out for my Google, for my Gmail. Never again. I've been scrambling while while the fucking beginning of the show was playing all of my intro music. I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck, dude? I'm like, why am I signed out? I'm like signed into some bullshit. I don't know what it was. Yep. So why don't you let anybody touch your work computer? Nope. I love you, honey. You're the best. Uh, you're the best. But I just was literally. Yep. Yeah. No, you didn't open a separate browser. Remember, it's Microsoft, honey. It sucks balls. Whatever you signed into it signed me out. So I finally was scrambling, it took me a full 10 minutes to get this thing fucking logged back in. So no, it ain't me. I had to log back in and I was scrambling because of fucking Gmail and Microsoft. How are you guys doing this morning? Oh my God. What a weekend for MAGA. What a Monday for America. President Donald J. Trump back in a Manhattan courtroom this morning with a corrupt judge, a corrupt prosecutor, and pretty much a bunch of uh, corrupt assholes. And we'll we'll be talking about that today. God, that was embarrassing. Shout out to our opening memes. MAGA Devil Dog, killing it. Little memes, killing it. Appreciate you guys. It was a great way to start a Monday broadcast. I'm fired up. I'm feeling pretty good today. I've got some allergy meds that are finally dealing with the ragweed. And so I feel like I can actually talk to you guys without losing my breath, which is nice. Also had a tremendous weekend. My God, what a weekend. Look, I understand there's a lot of shit that we're going to have to talk about today. I did more arguing with MAGA Republicans than anybody this weekend. And there's three things I'm not going to tolerate 
from people who are so easily, easily memory hold. Number one, I will not debate you about RFK Jr. If you're a simple fuck who thinks that this Democrat cunt from a cunt family is here to help MAGA, you're fucking high and you're stupid. And I'm not gonna debate you on it. So just be warned, if you come fucking sliding in my chat or in my mentions with some RFK shit, I'm not gonna read your point. I'm gonna block you because I don't wanna deal with stupid people anymore. That's number one. If you push Democrat cunts on me and tell me that they should be part of MAGA, you're getting fucking blocked for being too goddamn dumb to follow me. That's number one. Number two. Ramaswamy, same fucking rule applies. Number three, if you let that fucking slick-haired East Coast fucking version of Gavin Newsom, we call Matt Gates, memory hole you about all the shit he has done through the years and trying to pretend he's Mr. fucking MAGA champion and you want to come at me again with fucking your nonsense because you're going to go to the mat for Matt fucking Gates who wouldn't piss on your fucking teeth if your mouth was on fire? We're going to have a problem. I'll explain on this broadcast. I'm so fucking sick of people. They get so fucking excited. One person says one thing they like, and they're like, oh, my God, he's the next champion. Brad, did you hear the thing, the thing about the guy, the thing he said? Yeah. Do you think he should be vice president? Like, dude, do you think you should be fucking institutionalized, you retard? You fucking, you're that desperate for validation that one cunt comes out and says some shit? that's even semi-fucking in, in line with what MAGA's about, even slightly, and all of a sudden you're tonguing their taint, and you want to come at me and be upset with me, you're a divider, you're a divider. No, you're dumb as fuck. Just shut the fuck up and sit down. You fucking show up on election day. That's your goddamn job. You fucking show up on election day, and between now and then, shut the fuck up with your stupid opinions. And that's one of them. I can't fucking do it anymore. I'm done dealing with really stupid motherfuckers with a savior complex, just desperately hoping that some fucking idiot, some rich bitch from fucking North Florida who grew up with a silver spoon stuffed up his fucking asshole, who's flip-flop more goddamn times than I can count, who's a fucking environmental fucking retard, who's convinced that climate change is going to take us all out, who wears his stupid red hat occasionally into the fucking, into Capitol Hill, trying to pretend that he's actually a MAGA Republican. Give me a fucking break. I've like, had it. I've had it. I had a bunch of fucking idiots trying to talk to me this way. Uh, uh, he's, a, he's a champion. He's a champion. Steve Bannon says, give me a fucking break. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I'm not owned by any of these fucking people. I have my own fucking mind and my own opinions and none of them are fucking dictated by trying to fucking jockey for position among you. Got it? So you guys all come at me with this shit. I don't even want to have to fucking start citing all the opinions that have been dead fucking wrong over there on Bannon's war room, okay? Respect to Bannon for what he does. But I hear one more dumb motherfucker tell me that Trump needs to make RFK Jr. the vice president because Steve Bannon told him I'm going to fucking lose my mind. I don't even know where the fuck that idea came from or what kind of a retard would actually adopt it as a good idea. But yet, here they are showing up in my mentions saying insane shit to me like, well, he's the most important person in the movement behind Trump. Someone actually fucking said to me, the most important person in the MAGA movement 
was a guy that Donald Trump fucking shit canned who ran Senate candidates against Trump in Alabama. Some of us don't fucking forget. So while I might like the guy and I might like a lot of what he fucking says, Steve Bannon is not the second most important person in fucking MAGA. The audacity of some of this shit I hear and the fucking balls to suggest that RFK Jr. should be anywhere near a Trump White House tells me how goddamn dumb people are. RFK is going to run to fuck Trump over. He's going to run to fuck Trump over. And the polling shows it. The fucking polling shows it. So if you were out there platforming this cunt, you basically probably just gave away 4 to 6% of Trump's fucking vote, geniuses. So we'll be talking about that on today's show. Because I've fucking had it. Motherfuckers come at me trying to fucking talk. Oh, don't do that. You're dumb. Someone tried to come at me and Laura Loomer privately for us bashing Matt Gates. You know what I got to say to you? I try to be fucking nice to you, but fuck off. Nobody owns me. Nobody owns my show. I understand you're a fucking financial bundler for candidates, and we might find ourselves on the same side of the aisle occasionally, but fuck you for even trying to suggest that I somehow need to play team with a bunch of corrupt bitches. I'm not doing it. Thanks, but no thanks. Fuck off. And everybody else who has a problem with any of what I just said, I'm only going to quadruple down on it, so you might as well leave the show now. Just fuck right off. I think motherfuckers forget who I am, okay? I'm the guy that doesn't forget shit. And I've seen enough of these traitorous motherfuckers jockeying through the years over and over and over again trying to take credit for what Donald J. Trump has done. Trying to take credit for what MAGA is. Nobody fucking built MAGA but Trump. The end, full fucking stop. And I last and least of all want to hear the opinion of some motherfucker that got fired by Donald Trump and didn't even make it six goddamn months in his administration. Does anybody want to fucking argue about that? Huh? Does anybody want to fucking argue about some guy fucking chest padding about how big he is? Give me a fucking break. You got fired before seven months, bro, and you cost a Senate seat seat down in Alabama. Give me a fucking... We still never got that shit back. So give me a fucking break. I am, like, done. That's the bottom line. Because Brendan Dilly said so. Licorice is back in the house. You guys know how much I absolutely love Licorice Guy. I'm going to tell you why we love Licorice Guy. Let's start, number one, with an amazing product. Above all else, it's a fantastic product. Forget all the political affiliations, support of the Dilly Show, and awesome delivery and service and everything else. Just set all that aside. Just start. Let's just get down to brass tacks, okay? It's a better product than anybody else who makes this product. Start there. Licorice Guy, licorice, is better than any other manufacturer of licorice in the world. So that's where we start. We start with a superior product. Then you add in superior service and a loyalty to not only President Trump and the MAGA movement, but also the Dilly 300 and the Dilly Show. We absolutely love licorishguy.com. They've got the best flavors, red licorice, black licorice, blue raspberry licorice, chocolate licorice, grape licorice, 
cinnamon licorice. And now green apple licorice is here for the uh, season, for fall. It's a limited time. Green apple is some of the best, by the way. Licorice You know how much I love them. They're an incredible company. You guys continue to support them and buy from them over and over and over again because they are that much better than everybody else. LicorishGuy.com. Promo code DILLY15 for 15% off. That's promo code DILLY15 for 15% off. LicorishGuy.com. Check them out today. Yeah, I've kind of had it. I think here's what's happened a little bit, you guys. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be straight up with you guys, okay? Here's what's happened. You and I have grown in popularity. The Dilly Show, the Dilly Meme, <coughs> excuse me, Meme Team has grown in popularity. And other people who are in this sphere think that I am like them. So they say things to me like they would to other people. And what they don't realize is I'm not. Fuck off. We can maybe be friends, but probably not. Um, I'm not really interested in co-opting and oh you're gonna scratch my we should both pair it and fucking promote this stupid fucking idea this is what happens in politics they're all politicking all the time i see very few fire breathers out there most of these people want to play nice they want to be validated most of them are fucking dweebs from college ivy league school dweebs that are essentially looking for any and all uh acceptance so this is what's going on right now i've got people Influential people, don't do that. Why are you doing that? Why, why are we what? Why is Laura Loomer attacking Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Gates? Because they're both completely and utterly full of shit. That's why. Completely and totally full of fucking shit. Why do I blow people out of the water that suck off politicians and their staffers? Because I don't want any part of people who are constantly finagling and maneuvering. And that's what these people do. That's what these people do. And I'm also tired of a lot of people that, that are essentially clout chasing, bunch of fame fagging clout chasers who are so obsessed with getting their names and their faces onto the, some of these broadcasts that they'll say anything as long as the host thinks, they, oh, well, they're agreeing with me, so I'll bring them on my broadcast. Give me a fucking break. Give me a break. I'm cool. No thanks. I'll never forget what some of these fucking people have done. I'll never forget the six years of Alabama Senate run by a fucking Democrat because a goddamn dude that got shit canned by Trump decided to run his own fucking candidate against Trump. I'm not going to forget that. And the more that I see stupid fucking opinions and suggestions coming out of that camp, the less likely I am going to be to ever stop hitting them. I stopped for a while. I went, okay, you know what? I'm off. Like, I get it. This is an important, important show. It's an important movement. You know, Bannon's doing good work, and he does. 90% of the time, I like what he does. It's when he starts saying shit like Trump RFK Jr. that I'm like, that dude is literally the definition of fucking deep state. That motherfucker is not a Republican. He is in no way, shape, or form even attempting to follow the Constitution of the United States. And I see these suggestions from people. I see this absolute oh i'm going if you attack matt gates i'm attacking you you're a fucking idiot you deserve to get played you absolutely deserve to get played maga is so desperate for validation and for future champions that they actually don't fucking believe you when you show them the truth i showed a bunch of tweets from matt gates 
essentially saying he believes in climate change. It doesn't matter whether you think it's a hoax, it's real and it's gonna affect all of us. And we're all gonna be underwater. I showed fucking tweets from Matt Gates, literally pounding his chest about how he made it possible for, for gay and lesbian couples to adopt kids and he reformed marijuana laws while simultaneously working on environmental causes. And you know what the fucking cunts that were carrying water for him had to say to me? They said, I think he's being facetious. I guess you can't tell when someone's being making a joke on the internet. Are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Am I the only one? I don't forget. Only, and the thing that pisses me off is about the American public any one of you can go look at his goddamn voting record. It took me 30 seconds to do a search. And I went, yep. And that, that's why I look and I go, I like him on some shit. I dislike him on a whole bunch of shit. And overall, I want him no fucking where near a leadership position on these type of things. I look and I go, you're out of your fucking minds. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Fucking silver spoon fed cunt lawyer, fucking child of a cunt lawyer politician. You think he's one of you? He's one of us. Is he? Is he? I don't think he's ever had a dirty fingernail in his fucking life. Never forget where these people come from. Never, ever, ever, ever. Give me a fucking break. Like I said, Gates is no different to me than Marco fucking Rubio. He's going to show up. He's going to vote with Trump 95% of the time. And the rest of the time, he can fuck off back to Fucksville. I don't want anything to do with him. So some of you guys, I get it. You get very much like emotionally vested in your politicians, which makes you fucking weird because none of these people have sacrificed anything except for one man. Only one of them is actually sacrificed. And his name is Donald Trump. That's it. Only one is actually went, this, doing this job is going to cost me money and opportunity and fame and love. Everyone else benefits. And so when I sit here before you and I say things like, fuck all of Congress, and you guys go, what about, what's his name? He seemed like a nice guy. He gave a good speech one time. Give me a fucking break. Give me a fucking break. Save it for somebody who's bought and paid for. I'm not. This show is run by the people for the fucking people. You can't do shit about it. I'm not owned by fucking anybody, okay? Not a single goddamn soul owns me, including fucking sponsors, and they all know what time it is. The show is here. It's made by you guys. It's what allows me to say the shit that nobody else can fucking say because they're all under contract because they don't know how to run a business and they're desperate for cash. And so when you watch, you go, well, so-and-so on his show says, yeah, and who fucking pays them? Who fucking pays these people? Because I can tell you who pays me. You do. You fucking pay me. So a lot of these people, you guys forget, dude. This is how they maneuver. This is the way they fucking, they're, they're, this shit with Gates is a, he fucked this thing up so fucking bad. Him, Marjorie Taylor Greene, they all do this. McCarthy bent them both over publicly again. They lost to Mc, McCarthy again. Okay. They lost to McCarthy again because McCarthy outmaneuvered them again. And I, it's either they're fucking stupid or they're complicit. The bottom line is McCarthy should have been removed eight months ago. The first time he w refused to turn over the J6 uh, footage. McCarthy has broken so many promises since becoming Speaker of the House. And Matt Gates' empty threat was, as soon as you break any of these tenants, we're going to remove you. And then McCarthy proceeded to bend him over for nine fucking months uh, right up until, well, today.
What's Matt doing? Matt goes on CNN to pretend he's going to do something about it? Give me a fucking break. He can't do shit about it. Even if he actually votes and tries to bring forth a motion to vacate the speaker's chair, McCarthy's going to go to the left. He's going to get the left's votes and he's going to stay speaker of the house. But now he's going to belong to the Democrats. So in essence, you just handed back the fucking house to the Democrats. And no, and all these Republicans who are getting gas, fuck, gaslit by Matt Gates are forgetting that this could have been absolved and dealt with 10 months ago. Gates went on CNN with Jake fucking Tapper yesterday and flat out said, I'm trying to remove him because I don't want him to be my political football, essentially. He basically said, right now he belongs to me. I don't want to own him anymore. So what I'm going to do is uh, fucking file a motion to vacate and Speaker McCarthy, he, we're going to vote to get him out. And then Tapper says, yeah, but the temp, what are you going to give the Democrats? They're not going to bail you out. He goes, we're not giving them anything. He goes, so you're acknowledging that you're going to do this motion to vacate just because you don't want to be responsible for him. And he said, yes. If the Democrats bail him out, then he's their problem. That's what fucking Matt Gates said. He literally admitted, I'm passing the political football that is fucking Speaker McCarthy to the left because I don't want to be held responsible even though I'm the one who put him in that fucking chair. And he said it directly into the camera and a bunch of Republicans watched it were all, oh, I love Matt Gaetz, I like the way he says things. Are you fucking kidding me? He just told you he's just trying to fucking get, he's just trying to get that problem off of his shoulders so he can run clean for governor of Florida in 2026. That's all that was about. It was literally, it's a bullshit uh, political move he said it on television you can go look it up it's his exact words i don't want to fucking be responsible for this guy someone else can take the ball and so what's going to happen is mccarthy's going to stay because democrats will protect him and then matt gates for the next fucking year is going to tell all of us how he tried to do the right thing but nobody would get behind him it's fucking bullshit it's completely bullshit and they don't like it. They don't like it that I won't play the game. Brandon, you'd be more popular if. Brandon, you could get on some of these bigger shows if. Brandon, you could suck my fucking dick. I know. I know. I'd have to sell my soul and I'd look and sound like the rest of you. That's why most of these people have alcohol problems, drug problems, and other kinds of fucking issues. Because they sold the fuck out. And they're willing to push anything to move up in the world. Get a little extra coin. I'm not. I'm good. Give me a fucking break. I'll pass. I, I'd rather not have any fucking friends if that, those are the kind of friends you guys think I want to make. I'm telling you, I'm catching heat for this too. That's no bullshit. I'm getting all kinds of fucking heat for this. And it's from everywhere, but I don't care. I don't have to tell you. Fucking, if I'm wrong, then I'll be wrong, but I'm not. So, tough shit. Don't care. Hate them all equally. Hate them all equally. Don't care. Now, with that being said, you know who I love? You, because you are fucking sane individuals who would never, ever, ever do what these cunts behind the scenes are doing. And uh, this is your portion of the Dilly Show. That is Dilly in the Wild. Dilly in the wild, 
That's right. Look at that. It's a little Kiki watching me on the TV. See it? See a little Kiki? It's right there in the front. Cats love me. I need to do Dilly in the Wild to calm my ass down. I'm feeling much better now. Now that I've got you guys on the screen, I'm feeling much better. Well, at least your cat. And Dilly 300 members who went and were at the wall in Graceland and added a Dilly in the Wild sticker. Very cool. I love it. I love it. Looks good. It's a great picture. Aw, and I love when you guys send me pictures of you and your fam. So uh, one of our Dilly 300 members, who's an ultra badass, his, uh, his daughter almost won something at the rodeo. I can't remember what he said. I, I'm not the best at that kind of thing. But she was almost the rodeo, you know, queen lady girl. I don't know. She almost won something. Uh, but but uh, either way, cute picture of you and your kiddo, dude. She'd be very proud. That's a good picture. There you go. I thought that was a nice one. Also very proud of Dilly 300 members who continue to persevere, overcome, and uh, find new ways to make money, expand their fucking horizons. And one such patriot is this gentleman who's becoming a truck driver. And uh, super cool. Very cool. Excited for you, brother. And he's rocking his Dilly in the Wild hoodie. It's about that time of season, isn't it? Hoodie season. Hoodie season is here. Get excited. Get excited. All right. Next up. Oh, this is a special one because it's going to lead into one more. Now, to make, hold on, before I get myself into trouble, uh, Lauren, I was, am I allowed to show this picture of you and William of Ockham? Lauren, Lauren, honey, I to make sure, I, I took it, and then I was like, wait, I forgot to ask. Lauren, am I allowed to show this picture of you and William of Ockham from this weekend, from Friday? They got to hang out. They, they met up, but I wanted to make sure so I don't get yelled at. Can't remember if it was supposed to be a dilly in the wild or not. We're just chilling. Everybody just keep enjoying staring at the uh, truck while I wait to be given the green light on showing other pictures. Okay. Nope, I'm not allowed to show that one. Sorry, guys. Okay, so... <laughs> she shut you down. She's going to add their avatars over their faces. Um, okay, so here's the good news for you guys. I've got the best type of Dilly in the Wild for you guys. Okay? Here's the best kind of Dilly in the Wild. The best kind of Dilly in the Wild is the total recap from Friday's Dilly meme team meet and greet with President Donald J. Trump. And it turned into something a whole lot cooler than just a meet and greet. Uh, but I'll let the team explain. And I believe Leah and the whole team kind of got together and put together a little mashup of their adventure from Friday. Check it out. It's mayhem here. They won't let us in. The deplorables, the biggest deplorables are not welcome. We'll figure it out. I saw wheelchair. I thought that was wheels, and it's not. Yeah. Dude, you got anything to say? I'm so pumped. I know. There's a bunch of signs over there. I know. I don't know why those DeSantis signs are up there. I'm not sure what's going on. I'm going to go... I'm going to wipe my book on the DeSantis sign. Let's do it. All right, we're going to shoot some... 
DeSantis' table is empty and no one's there. DeSantis, they can't even get the double-sided tape. They use the, the painter's tape to get their stupid freaking things plastered on the wall. Look at all this garbage. Look at all this garbage. Garbage, garbage, garbage. By the bathroom. There are more DeSantis than there are DeSantis people. All right, Leah, here we are. We're last in line, as usual. Yes, okay. to, uh, she's got the beautiful gown on. She's ready to go to Morton's, right? We've got Cowboy Mo. And Meg's tired. He's sitting down. Where's Meg? Oh, he's stopping for his wife. Rosie's looking for a pink cat. Rosie's looking for a pink cat. Anyway, uh, everyone's in there where Trump's so going to speak. In there, the stage. And, uh, we had to fight to get in there. He's landed. Philip's gonna get us in. And now, um, I think he's the right You see, California GOP, they don't like Trump, and they put us off in the corner. You can't put Dilly Mean Team in the corner. She's beautiful. Oh, yeah. I go, she's the best we got, bro. Yeah. And then we started laughing, and then he took a picture of Leah. It, it happened. We just took a picture. Yeah. Yeah. And then I came up, and Jason's all, sir, this is the guy that makes the meatball videos. <laughs> I love those. Those are hilarious. <laughs> I know you. And I was like, oh, sir, God bless you, man. And he took my hand, and then he shook my hand again. And then, I don't know. It was then, so yeah, fast. And he said, uh, it was so fast. He goes, yeah, I really I love what you guys are doing. And that's what he said to me. And he's like, and then he goes, are you going to stick around? I'm like, yeah, we're going to stick around and watch it. And he's like, good, good, good. I took his hand twice. Yeah. And I just said, I'm just mowing. Just leave it in there. <laughs> it was so fast, you guys. But it happened. And we got to meet President awesome. Trump. We got our picture. Jason Villa. Dude, we didn't get the video. We're like, let's no, do we Jason. And when Jason came out in the line. All of us. Everyone's all stuffy. and like, hello. Like, there's an owl. He's all died. We're like, Jason. Dude, the whole movie erupted. He came out and they're like, Dude, what's up, man? So, it was uh, so awesome. They love so, it. So, like, am I, my heart's pounding. Is your heart pounding? That was amazing, guys. Yeah. What happened? Thanks. So now we're going to go and get our bag of pretzels and sit in the corner. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Sit in the Oh, my God. 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 O
So there you go. Thank you, team, for that incredible, uh, the incredible recap uh, of your your adventure on Friday. And super proud of all of you. You did a wonderful, <coughs> wonderful job. You represented the, the show and MAGA uh, to the absolute best uh, that I could have asked. I thought you guys did an incredible, incredible job. And I'm glad you had so much fun. I am sorry that the California GOP treated you like second-class citizens. I'm sorry that they were willing to feed all of the other people in attendance except for President Trump's specific VIP guests. That was a little weird. Strange to see them completely treat you like dog shit, especially given the fact that President Trump had specifically said you were his guests. You were his only guests, by the way, when visiting Southern California. There were no other VIPs that weren't uh, paying to see the man. It was just you guys. And you were not allowed to eat food uh, with anybody else. Uh, so you were there for five and a half hours without getting fed. And then they didn't even want to give you guys chairs to see him speak. It took an act of Jason Miller and Team Trump putting four chairs to the side. So you were front row still. And uh, President Trump certainly appreciated that, by the way. But we also got to say a special thank you to Jason Miller, who took the team out. He went out with them, actually, after they, they grabbed dinner. Jason came and met up with them after they had finished eating. He spent two and a half hours with them, just cutting it up, telling stories and getting to know them. Uh, and then he spent a little bit more time chatting with Miguel Fornia in the parking lot. So I, I'm very proud of you guys. And this is kind of the way it's going to be. The GOP doesn't like us. They don't like any of you guys for that matter. They're going to play games. Trump events, you will be treated like gold GOP events of any state are going to treat you like total trash, even when you tell them you're Trump's guest. And that was uh, about as clear cut as I could be. But it doesn't matter. My team, uh, four of our team so far, got to meet President Trump, including myself and Randy. There's six of us. And it's been a very special thing. And uh, I just want Team Trump and Jason Miller and, uh, and all of our friends over at Team Trump, along with President Trump himself, just thank you for taking the time and thank you for pulling the strings necessary 
to have my team present. I we None of us can wait to see these pictures, by the way. Everybody looked dapper. Leah in her beautiful gown. Mo and his balls looked sharp. Mags and Mike. California looked absolutely fantastic. So I can't wait to see how your guys' photographs turned out. I'm sure they're going to be amazing. So once we have those, I'll put them on the show as well. But that was the big, that was a big deal. That was a major moment for the Dilly Meme team to have four of our people represented. You know, it's like, hey, it's not just me and Randy. It's, it's you guys too. And so we're going to continue to hopefully get a little more, uh, I guess, I don't know if it's publicity, but <laughs> acknowledgement. Going forward, I fully expect the entire team to eventually have an opportunity to meet the president. So we will see. Very exciting stuff. All right, so we're going to get back to Anaheim in a minute. We're not going to cover Anaheim just yet because I have to cover to this morning's news first, which was absurd. President Trump arrives in New York City court to face $250 million civil fraud trial. Absurd. Absurd. President Trump shows up <coughs> in New York. He is pissed off. Just arrived at the courthouse to fight a corrupt and racist attorney general and a rogue, out-of-control, Trump-hating judge who refuses to follow the appellate court's decision, which knocks out 80% of the sham case. This is the continuation of the greatest witch hunt of all time. Election interference absolute facts she said that's okay let's go forward anyway it's good publicity these are corrupt people we're dealing with the most corrupt people we have a great company i built a great company it's got tremendous value it's got some of the greatest real estate assets in the world and now i have to go before a rogue judge as a continuation of russia 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 as a continuation of the greatest witch hunt of all time. And I don't think the people of this country are going to stand for it. If I weren't leading in all the polls, or if I weren't running, I wouldn't have any of these cases. I wouldn't be seeing you this morning. But I'll be seeing a lot of you because this is a horrible thing that's happening to our country and we've got to get it straightened away. So we'll go in and see our rogue judge and we'll listen to this man. And uh, I think most people get it. People are getting it. I can tell you the voters getting it because every time they give me a fake indictment, I go up in the polls and that's never happened before. But this is a disgrace. Bingo. And then, and then there was the way he was treated in the courtroom. To be or would they just be simply ushered out when we're gaveled to order? Well, these, uh, they, you're more likely to have cameras in state proceedings, and so it's up to the discretion of the uh, judge. Uh, and quite frankly, I'm not too sure that both parties would want this. Uh, I think that Trump views this, uh, the optics of this, as working to his advantage. Look, people looking at this live picture right now uh, will be either filled with rage or they will be thrilled. And that's the problem is that, you know, you have James now being shown in the background. You've got Trump in the foreground. And it fulfills the narrative on both sides. Trump is likely right. I mean, he's being shown in a sort of tag team series of prosecutions and civil lawsuits uh, where one prosecutor tags another. They're all insisting on these trials occurring before the election. There are many people that find that 
troubling. Mm. And so he's right in that I think that it's not going to. Oh, there, yeah, that was actually the judge. That's actually the judge cheesing it up for the cameras. And so President Trump. Unbelievable. That this is yeah, this is really what they're doing is they're coming after him to try to keep him from getting elected president again. That's what this is all about. Um, I, I think he purposely and and very appropriately made his voice heard. And as we look at this, this image of the judge, I've never seen anything more inappropriate in my life of, of this judge uh, being, you know, uh, smiling like the cat that got the canary here um, because he his political wish has come true. Uh, so far for this case. But this is a legally baseless order that he has already entered. We know what he's going to do after the fact. It's going to be more uh, legally baseless uh, arguments and, and uh, uh, decisions from this judge that I am confident that at the end of the day will be reversed by uh, the courts of appeal. And what the previous. Okay, that one slightly makes your blood boil. I'll be honest with you. These clips of the judge preening for the cameras. Kind of got me a little angry, slightly angry. We have a racist attorney general who's a horror show who ran on the basis that she was going to get Trump before she even knew anything about me. She used this to run for governor. She failed in her attempt to run for governor. She had virtually no polling. came back and she said, well, now I'll go back to get Trump again. And this is what we have. It's a scam. It's a sham. These are corrupt people we're dealing with, the most corrupt people. We have a great company. I built a great company. It's got tremendous value. It's got some of the greatest real estate assets in the world. And now I have to go before a rogue judge. I don't think the people of this country are going to stand for it. If I weren't leading in all the polls, or if I weren't running, I wouldn't have any of these cases. I wouldn't be seeing you this morning. But this is a disgrace. And you ought to go after this attorney general. Businesses are fleeing New York because of horrible, horrible attorney generals. I say one, I say one name. Trump. That should motivate you. Get off your ass and vote. Will you, will you sue him for us? Oh, we're going to definitely sue him. We're going to be a real pain in the ass. He's going to know my name personally. Thank you, Magical Trevor. That was a really good summation and a great Halloween. Okay, let's talk about this. Because it's all bullshit. But I don't think you guys really appreciate or understand. When I say it's all bullshit, I don't think you fully are maybe grasping what I'm saying. The whole fucking thing is a gigantic cesspool of bullshit. The law is a suggestion. There is no law in this country. There's none. It's fucking comical. It's silly. Rules and laws are for poor people. For normal Americans. 
it is not applied to the elites. It's not applied to people of significance and prominence at all. President Trump is being basically put through the ringer because he decided to take on the, the entire establishment, both sides of the aisle, on behalf of you and me. And so what they are showing him is they're like, okay, now we're going to show you what happens when you go against us. We make up ar arbitrary amounts for your properties to justify trying to essentially find you guilty of fraud. We couldn't find you guilty of fraud based on your actual valuations of the assets because your assets are worth so much more than you actually stated. So instead, we're going to arbitrarily come up with new valuations for your properties, then de deem that you've been committing fraud for decades, seize as much of your properties and your, your business as we can, remove uh, and, and seize your assets in New York. I mean, it's, this is the definition of bullshit. It's, it's post-justice America. And... I've been telling you guys for a long time, people don't make or create things anymore. Everybody just piggybacks on other people's shit because they don't have the brains to actually build a business. They don't have the brains to invent a product or come up with creative ideas for products. They don't have the brains for new ideas. The Democrats could absolutely compete with Republicans if they just used ideas, if they had them. Americans are so disillusioned with both sides of the aisle. All you'd have to do is have good ideas and you could win elections. But they don't have good ideas because they're not talented people and they didn't get there because of talent. They got there because of fraud. They got there because of a corrupt system. The entire fucking thing is coming down on top of itself because it's evident that they are not actually legitimate leaders. They're not legitimate builders of things. And this is not a legitimate justice system country is essentially a fucking third world nation the only thing that makes us not a third world nation is money and we're running out of that too because they've devalued the dollars you've got an epic epic problem right now in this country every time donald john trump enters a courtroom the the uh, validity of your justice system dies a little bit more and the more and, and I, I don't think you guys have been paying attention I don't think you understand on a metaphysical level the effect that this takes and, and it has in society. Now, I want you to follow along with what I'm trying to tell you. You can see the parallels right now culturally. The more that Donald Trump is indicted on illegitimate, nonsensical shit, the more irrational, lawless behavior is allowed publicly. This is not an accident. So you've got, for example, teenagers that beat a young man to death at LeBron James School in Ohio, beat this kid to death, killed him. And they couldn't be, they weren't found guilty of murder. They were found guilty of simple assault. We've got a man recently that killed somebody, was caught on camera killing the person, and he was found not guilty because the jury couldn't decide. It was a, essentially a hung jury. There's a, it's a total systemic breakdown of justice in America. When you show that you're gonna willing to, to railroad somebody and you weaponize the justice system, the entire public goes, nothing matters. I can do whatever I want. You can see it. The more he is persecuted, 
the more lawless behavior that is allowed to happen in America. They don't even go after murderers in Atlanta now. The Atlanta district attorney doesn't even pursue the black on black crime. And I'd like to say it's other types of crime, but it's not. It's specifically black on black murders in Atlanta. It makes it one of the most dangerous places in the entire country. And they don't care about preserving or protecting anybody, let alone black people. They don't care about any of that shit. And this is what I was trying to warn about. You're, you're reaching a, a, it's a zero sum game because once the, the mass con consciousness arrives at the realization that the way you get what you want in life is sheer will and not actually playing the, the rules of society, you have total and complete chaos. We're arriving at that point. This is why teenagers organize mass raids of department stores because they know the mechanisms set up to stop me from having the shoes I want are arbitrary and inane. I can run in and if there's enough of us, we'll just steal everything we want, hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of merchandise and we will leave. And because I've already know that they've neutered the other side, I will not be shot, I won't be harmed, I won't even really be arrested and the, therefore there's no risk. And then they go in and they, they do this. It's happening all over America. This isn't anything conspiratorial. It's the collapse of civil society. And the only reason that people haven't started dying in greater numbers is you still have food in your stomach. That's it. You are three fucking meals away, three missed meals rather away from a total, total collapse of American society. It's not more than that. If anybody, if you guys don't believe me and you went to the grocery store tomorrow and all of the shelves were empty and they said, we're going to try to have more tomorrow, but by the next daybreak, that morning, society, the civil society would have broken down. As soon as anybody even starts to believe there's not going to be food in those shelves the next day, they're going to start carjacking fucking food trucks. You're, you're literally one day, three fucking meals away from the end of America and people think it's a joke. It's not. It will be one day they go, oh my God, we're running out of food. And that'll be that. And it'll stop being Republicans sitting at home shaking their heads at the internet and television going, that's sick. And instead it'll be all of those gun-toting Second Amendment patriots that they have kept complacent at home with food and football all of a sudden will not be sitting at home. And then it won't just be a group of teenagers raiding. It'll be a well-organized militia dealing with everybody and everything they come across. They don't understand this. That's how far your country has gone. But Donald Trump's persecution is what's accelerating this. The more they go after a legitimate, honest business person, a legitimate, real businessman for petty shit, the more they go after him, it is it's, it's exactly parallel to the complete denigration and collapse of basic societal norms. Why do you think that they do the things they do now? There's, why do you think the violence in, uh, inside of you know, the inner city is so, there's, there's nothing sacred to, the, uh, to these people anymore. It's a total collapse. Old people doesn't matter. Punch a woman in the face doesn't matter. Kill someone in their dog for looking at you wrong doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. There's nothing sacred to them. They're murdering their own mothers. Those stories come out every day. People are murdering their own family members over our inane, arbitrary shit. 
But it's all parallel as you watch Trump being persecuted by political fucking figures. It's parallel because if you can only choose to do one thing, you can't clean up the, 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 the streets and the criminality and persecute your political opponents. Nobody has that kind of time. You have to do one or the other. And so what they've opted for is surrender the streets to the hoods and the criminals, focus all of our resources and money on to getting Donald Trump. And that's where you're at right now. Oh my God, it's already MAGA commerce time. days ago I went through a coffee drive through and the girl handing me my coffee was so sweet she was like oh your skin is amazing it's absolutely glowing she said glowing do you mind if I ask you your skincare of course I told her about Kayleaf but here's what I told her they have a new Kayleaf Just Lolo butter which is of course my personal favorite Just Lolo orange blossom but one thing that this one does that's a little unique from the other ones, the orange blossom one is really brightening and firming, which is a game changer. And this stuff, aside from working like an absolute miracle, it smells oh, divine. I would grab this one while you can. Uh, if she discontinues this one, she and I are going to have problems because this is my fountain of youth now. <laughs> oh, snap, Randy. Here we go. Here's the story. Let's talk about Kayleave. Kayleave.com. Now, it's true. This is the last week for the Orange Blossom Just Lolo. It's true. It's absolutely true. I'm letting it sink in for you guys. Just let it marinate for a moment. This is the last week to order it before it's gone for the season. We know you'll be sad to see it go, but we're making room for the next limited edition seasonal Lolo. So get your orders in by this Saturday, October 7th. Don't miss out. Do not miss out. You've got until the 7th. Kayleave.com. Kayleave.com. Without any further ado, Randy's Booty. Let's get ready to rumble! The best is yet to come. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> How you guys doing? How you guys doing? You guys all good? You behaving yourselves? <coughs> How are my friends over on Rumble? Hi, Rumble. All right. I know. I know. We're talking about justice in America. We're talking about the Department of Justice in America. You can't talk about any of that stuff without talking about the fucking corruption. And the corruption is almost exclusively at the hands of this motherfucker. Shout out to Maze Moore for another great meme. 
These prosecutions of the former president are happening during the campaign. Critics say that it's time to ruin Mr. Trump's chances in the election. Yes, exactly right. You are not in communication with the president or any member of his administration with regard to the investigation of former President Trump. Well, that's absolutely not true. President Biden asked you to take action with regard to the Trump investigation. Yes. The Biden Justice Department is taking it easy on the president's son. We'd have one rule for Republicans and another rule for Democrats. We'd have one rule for foes and another for friends. Um, that's the difference between this country and many other countries. <laughs> oh, me. <laughs> Oh, my God. How exciting. How exciting. I have news for you. We got some new shirts that are going to be available probably by tomorrow. Maybe, maybe Wednesday. Maze Moore, thank you for that meme. That was dank, bro. So, my good friend, Kenny, uh, Kenny Lee from Beard Vet Coffee, is actually picking up our shirts today because he's going to be handling, he's going to be handling fulfillment uh, for the shirts going around, going forward. So we'll see. So that way, and yes, I know some of you, one person was missing a shirt. I got your shirt in the mail. Uh, it'll be out after the show, but here's the deal. You guys <coughs> asked me for the general Dilly shirts. Is it general Dilly or Dilly 300 shirts? We did Hales. Hales, which ones did we do? Did we do, did we do general Dilly or did we do Dilly 300? I can't remember. That ass Hales. Hales is the, the printer. She knows what's up. I can't remember which one I'm offering, everybody. I think it was, it's the General Dilly. Okay, so we never sold this shirt. This is a shirt that only I ever wore. It says General Dilly, and it's got my face, okay? It, it's got my face. It's, it's, uh, it's this right here, right? It's this one uh, that you guys always see on the, okay, so it's that one but it says General Dilly on the bottom. And I only ever made those for me. So I've got 200 of them that we're gonna sell. And uh, and Kenny's gonna do the fulfillment because they got a, fu uh, a fulfillment house that they're handling now. So we're only at 200 of these things. I'll list them tomorrow and then they're gone. So those will be gone. So yeah, that's that, that was one of the most demanded shirts and I, I only have a handful of them. So once those are gone, we'll move on to the next thing. We got other projects we're working on, but we're going to try it out. I think it'll go really, really well. Those guys are uh, exceptional at, um, at fulfillment. So they were like, hey, we've got, because they're doing apparel as well. They're like, let us handle your apparel. We'll do the, uh, we'll do the, yeah, we're going to do all the handling of that. So I was like, all right, cool. So I don't, I don't know about sizes, you guys. All I can tell you is they'll get listed on the website. They'll get sold. But if it goes well, we should have larger quantities of stuff going forward. And you guys should be very excited about that. So there you go. All right. <clears throat> let, me, let me continue here. My God. The lawlessness in this country right now is upsetting. It's super upsetting. 
thankfully, we have a champion. We have a champion. We have a man who is not done fighting for us. And that man is Donald J. Trump. Is he still in court right now, you guys, or is he out yet? I don't know if he's still there, if he's done. Either way, this meme from Lauren Eve is absolutely incredible. Wait a minute. I think that was the end of it. I messed it up. Hold on. Here we go. One more time. guy and he is on fire right now trump is on a whole different level uh he was all weekend long it was really uh, a sight to behold and the entire team is on a different level right now i'm very proud of all of them and they're crushing it but president trump's energy way up here dude way up here he's gaining momentum they know it we all can see it and uh arriving in iowa at the crack of dawn Trump's the man. Trump is the man. He was on absolute fire yesterday. He had so much fun visiting the farmers in Iowa. They love him. They appreciate him. He's just a blast to be around. Let's go. The radical left Democrats rigged the presidential election of 2020, and we're not going to allow them to rig the presidential election of 2024, because if we do, we won't have a country anymore. We won't have a country. Right? 
Every time the radical left Democrats, Marxists, communists, and fascists indict me, I consider it a great badge of honor. The radical left Democrats rigged the presidential election of 2020, and we're not going to allow them to rig the presidential election of 2024. Because if we do, we won't have One a more country time. anymore. We won't have a country. The Trump presidency, patriotic protectionism. Protection. We want to protect our country from people that are destroying our country. They want to destroy our country, and they see it being destroyed, and they do nothing about it. But it will be a new American way. Protectionism. We have to protect our country from outside evil and also from inside evil, because I think the inside evil is actually more dangerous than the outside. Inside evil, like some of these radical left lunatics that we have to deal with all the time. That means protecting our workers, protecting our wages, protecting our jobs, protecting our industries, and yes, protecting our farmers, ranchers, growers, and ethanol producers in the great state of Iowa. We're protecting them. Crooked Joe is trying to crush Iowa ethanol. Biden's insane electric vehicle mandate. You hear that? Everybody has to go buy an electric car, even though you can only drive for about 15 minutes. Oh, we love Trump. He's the man. He's the man. He's the man. Protectionism. What is he talking about, protectionism? The exact opposite of globalism. Protectionism will make you, many of you, very wealthy, very successful, very comfortable. It'll open doors you never imagined. Protectionism for the United States worker and the United States citizen will be a life-changing experience tremendously so you got a taste of it his first four years it's it people don't understand how much this is going to impact their lives prices will crater the value of the dollar will go to the fucking moon the price of gasoline and other uh, natural gases other uh, energy resources are going to fucking crater profits are going to go to the moon opportunities jobs upward mobility of the family it's it's not it's so beyond even what you saw the first four years and he knows it and those of us who've studied this stuff know it there's only one way to save this country and it's with his plan donald j trump he continued going communist china like no administration in history bringing hundreds of billions of dollars pouring into our treasury when no other president had gotten even 10 cents, not 10 cents from China, they wouldn't have given him anything. I then gave the farmers $28 billion straight out of the tariffs that I took out of China. Think of that. Do you think any other, do you think Joe Biden would have even thought to give you 28 billion? And I walked around, you know, my people said, sir, you're acting a little bit too cocky. I said, why? Well, you, you keep saying you've got Iowa locked up. You've got Nebraska, you've got Wisconsin, you've got farm states all locked up because of the 28 billion. I said, you think I shouldn't say that? Do you think they're gonna, I got you 28 billion dollars, they're not voting against me. Nobody would have gotten them 10 cents, they never did, they never asked, they never would have thought about it, would have never happened. And a big chunk of that 28 billion dollars went to the farmers in this room and went to the farmers of 
your great state. I got Japan to slash and eliminate tariffs on over 90 percent of U.S. food and agricultural exports. You know that? You couldn't do any business. They had such tariffs on your food, and we got them to virtually end all tariffs going in. Nobody thought that was possible. It was actually not that hard. That was one of the easy ones. I also won our farmers gigantic concessions from South Korea, Argentina, Brazil, Guatemala, Tunisia, Ecuador, Morocco, and many, many other countries. You know that. I did a lot. I did a lot. In total, I successfully negotiated and renegotiated more than 50 agreements to boost farm exports by billions and billions of dollars and supporting American jobs. And the reason you're doing okay now, you know, it's a big difference from three and a half years ago, but you're doing okay. It's like off the fumes of what we did. It's, that's all it is. But they want to take a lot of those things away, and they have taken many of them away. We'll put them back in the first day in the administration. They're going to be back. But that's what happens when you finally have a president who stands up for America. And I will do it again starting at noon on Inauguration Day, January 20th, 2025, right? We will do it again. Thank you. Thank you. That's going to piss off a ton of globalists, by the way. The Chinese are so upset right now. Is there anybody who's more like looking at the American landscape going, oh shit, Feinstein just croaked. They're like, fuck, Biden's got problems. They're like, dude, I don't know if this guy's going to make it another year. And Trump is promising to deep dick them the second he gets back into office. Every single chance he gets, he's talking about what he's going to do to China. Chinese buttholes all puckered (laughs) every time Trump hits a stage. He's being interviewed by one of the networks on a straight Uh interview. Ladies and gentlemen, we're pleased to have Governor Ron DeSantis. You know what? We're going to go back to that clip. Before we let President Trump talk Ron DeSanctimonious, I think we should introduce it first with a little Miguelifornia Ron DeSanctimonious song. What do you guys think? I think it's the best way. Yet when we have majorities, Republicans don't do squat with the majorities. How do we keep letting this happen? And so I called him up, said, hey, can you help me? He doesn't really care about politics. It's not that he just wanted to help me. I feel that they should have spent more time where the real story is, in the prisons. I'd like to see more about them old sweaty men all together in them tiny little cells with no one to turn to but each other. And together we would take a shower in the basement. We had a daily meeting when we took showers in the basement. Am I allowed to say that? Fornication, fornication, fornication. Me, you know, right out of the Navy, you know, fresh off a destroyer uh, with a dance belt and a tube of chapstick, basically, you know, not really much to call my own. Yet when we have majorities, Republicans don't do squat with the majorities. How do we keep letting this happen? You heard Gavin make the offer. Your answer is? Absolutely, I'm game. Absolutely, I'm game. And so I called him up, said, hey, can you help me? He doesn't really care about politics. It's not that he just wanted to help me.
He's being interviewed by one of the networks on a straight interview. Ladies and gentlemen, we're pleased to have Governor Ron DeSantis with us today. Thank you very much, Governor DeSantis. Ernst DeSantis. But he actually changed his name, right? He went DeSantis, right? He doesn't want DeSantis. He wants DeSantis. And I left him a message. Never change your name in the middle of a campaign. Do you agree with that? Never change your name, Senator, in the middle of a campaign. Anyway, but he's uh, looks like he's toast. I never say that about anything. You know, I can say I, I'd go into a deal in business and they're waiting for me to sign. Everything's done 100 percent. And I'm walking into the conference room ready to sign. I say, what are my chances of getting it done? So I say, what are your chances of getting it? Now, all they need is my signature. I'd say 50-50. So I never take anything for granted. He is so gone, this guy. And he should be gone because he did the wrong things. And he's young. He could have run in 28. I think his career in 28 is finished, too, because he's not a talented person. But he could have run in 28. They say walked in. You don't walk into any. This is you need great talent for this stuff. You don't walk in. You think somebody's going to walk in and they always get clobbered, right? They get clobbered because they don't have the talent. They don't have a lot of things. They don't have the in his case, they don't have the personality. You need a little personality. Oh, another love song. For Bob and Casey and Team DeSantis. Come on, everybody. The more we get to know you, the more we laugh out loud at you. A MAGA wanna be. Twenty twenty four. Peace. It's very, very sad, actually. 
He'll stab you in the back just like he stabbed MAGA in the back. But MAGA doesn't get stabbed too many times because MAGA's sort of, MAGA's tough. You know, when there's a bad seed there. He's a bad seed. Like you plant, every once in a while you have a bad seed. You think it's good, but it's bad. I mean, anybody that you get elected should support you. If I help somebody, if somebody, you know, I help somebody, and it does happen on occasion, I figure 10% of the time, you help somebody a lot, then all of a sudden you see they go against you, and you, see, you just can't, it's hard to like those people, but it happens. Mostly good, 90% good, 85%, 5% a little bit not great, and 10%, you know, they go against. But you get somebody where he's out of politics, he's just getting crushed by the Secretary of Agriculture, Adam Putnam. Big thing in Florida agriculture, too. Secretary of Agriculture is the second biggest position. He's been running for eight years. Ron was down by like 30 or 40 points. It was over. The primary was soon. And they asked me, beg me, please, 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 please. And he said, you're the most popular person. You know, I got more votes than he did in Florida. Nobody wants to talk about it. The fake news will never talk about it. He got a lot of votes. I got much more than he got by 1.2 million, I believe. 1.2 million more votes than he did. I'm the one that turned Florida. He didn't turn Florida. He rode my coattails, but I endorsed him. And then they ask him that question. And I, you know, so anywhere, so they have an expression. I suspect it came out of Iowa. They call it a bad seed. But you don't like those people too much. You know, when you help somebody, I helped a lot of people in Iowa, a lot. And I haven't had such love from some of these political people. We're gonna have to think about that, you know? Some of these political people. Some of these political people, but I don't mention names because I like to stay very, very non-confrontational. But some of these political people that are running, uh, that uh, were begging for my support, sir, please, sir, could you do a rally? Sir, please, could you endorse me? I need your endorsement. So, you know, my endorsement were almost 99% when I endorse somebody, a Republican, they win. And they're asking me for endorsement. Then I heard, they're going to remain neutral. I think we're going to remain neutral, sir. I said, I would have liked to have remained neutral, too. So anyway, but you got to remember that, you know. But with this guy, DeSantis, so he's running, and we hit him hard. You have to, and we've hit some of the other ones hard, too. And uh, despite the fact that I say, sir, he's a Republican. You shouldn't hit him hard. I say, if you don't mind, let me do it my way. My consultants, my geniuses in the back, they get paid a lot of money. But we hit a lot of the other ones hard, and some of them we don't hit hard. I mean, I respect some of the people that were running. <laughs> all right, first of all, a ton of great content from California. Love the music, dude. Love the love all of it. <clears throat> the consultants in the back. Yeah. Here's the thing, consultants in the back. Loyalty in politics doesn't matter in some parts of the country. And in other parts, it's critical. And one of those parts is absolutely Iowa. Iowans give a shit about loyalty. Trump knows it. The consultants didn't. They did look at the persecution of President Trump. They looked at everybody from the left attempting to destroy his life, go after his children and his family. And they said, that's ridiculous. And the last things that Iowans were expecting was for fellow Republicans who Donald J. Trump had lifted up 
to backstab him during his darkest days. Trump knew. Trump knew that the loyalty angle highlighting this, the disloyalty of Rod DeSantis was going to go over very well with, with uh, voters. He knew by highlighting it, the voters would connect with that and go, you know what? That's not fucking right. And you know what? The more Ron DeSantis speaks, the more they recognize that they are dealing with a snake. A snake. I'm a snake. I'm a sweathery love, naked snake. I'm so sweathery and sneaky because I'm a snake. Slithering in your garden, catching me in your mouth. I'm a snake. I'm a snake. I'm a slithery old snake. That's all, folks. <laughs> the great silent majority is rising like never before. And under our leadership, the forgotten man and woman will be forgotten no longer. With your help, your love, and your vote, we will put America first. We will make America great again, greater than ever before. Thank you very much. God bless you, Iowa. God bless you. God bless you, Iowa. Thank you. Thank you very much. Great crowd. Thank you. Trump was on fire yesterday in Iowa. It's a snake. The sneaky, sneaky snake. It's pretty amazing. Uh, we got confirmation. So this is... This is inside baseball. Casey DeSantis hates Megalifornia with a passion. Like, hates him like you guys can't even begin to imagine. Um, we were told that she actually physically stands up and has thrown things across the room when his fucking videos are playing. Like, irate level angry. She sees it underneath her tweets. She sees your comments. She sees your support of the Dilly Meme team. She fucking hates me, but she especially hates Megalifornia. Hates Megalifornia. And, and I would like to offer the, uh, a, a very contrarian point of view because I find that women like Casey DeSantis who have effeminate fucking uh, pillow-biting husbands the word hate usually means she desperately, desperately wants Megalifornia. It's almost awkward now. She is obsessed with his voice and his sweet, sweet beard and glasses. And I can only deduce that uh, Casey DeSantis is not a woman who's used to hearing the words no. Now, I can't confirm this, but I have a sneaking suspicion. She's listened to this many songs from him. She knows it's all true. And what she's frustrated about is that she couldn't have a man like that because uh, DeSantis doesn't play anything other than the skin flute. So there's not a lot of instrumental. Yeah, so he's he's doing what he does. I think Casey is probably... You got to understand, with some of these women, dude, the, the hate fucking passion line is like, it's almost you can't even see it. It's like, I fucking hate you. God, give me your seed, Please. It's disgusting. I think she I think she wants his guitar. 
she wants to play his guitar, is what I'm assuming. So, very creepy. It's not going to happen. Someone tell fucking Casey Jill DeSantis. It's not going to happen. Mike is happily married. And also, he's got kind of a thing about chicks with weird eyebrows. It ain't going to fucking happen. This is a deal breaker, Casey. No one is interested in that, okay? So just, I'm sorry. You were a soft six months ago, and that was before you got on the campaign trail, and now you're a raggedy four, okay? Yeah, it ain't gonna happen. I'm sorry. All right, other things that happened over the uh, weekend that are almost unbelievable. I can't even, I don't even know how this is possible. Okay, it's, I don't know how it's possible, but this actually happened. Over the weekend, over the weekend, oh, dude, you know what? Hold on. I got to, let me see something. Hold on. Perfect. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. I got a little surprise for you guys. I got a surprise for you guys. I got to grab it right now. Thank you for this, Rick. I was waiting for this. I, he knew. He knew I was waiting on this. You guys will love it. Just give me a second. I want to play it right now because I, we're going to move into some negative shit. And I want to hit some, I want to highlight some positive stuff. And I was waiting for this this weekend. And Rick just delivered. So, MAGA singer guy. Oh, shit. I can't play this file. Hold on. I got to give it to Lauren. Lauren, can you convert this for me, honey? Rick just sent me his, uh, his, his mashup from the weekend. Let me send this over to Lauren. All right. There we go. All right, MAGA singer guy hit me up on Friday's show while we were all sitting here. And he was like, oh, man, I want to go do something for Trump because he knew the meme team was meeting President Trump. Well, I knew where President Trump was going as soon as the, uh, the rally was over, okay? I knew where he was going. I knew his exact location. And so did the memers because we were giving the heads up. And so I said, Rick, here is the address. Get your ass there right now. And if you get there right now, you're going to have an absolute blast. He said, I'm on my way, Brendan. And I, to his credit, he dropped everything in his life. He hopped in his car and he fucking drove to the location. And Rick got there like four hours early. He was the first person at the location of where President Trump was going after his speech to the California GOP. And, uh, and Rick, God love him, stood there visiting the Secret Service the entire time. So I'm going to show you guys. He, did a, he, he put together a mashup uh, compilation of that visit and, and everything. So we'll play that a little later in the show. But anyway, let's get back. Because while they're converting that file, let's get back to what we got on our hands right now. Will Congressman Jamal Bowman be prosecuted and imprisoned for very dangerously polling and setting off the main fire alarm system in order to stop a congressional vote that was going on in D.C. His egregious act is covered on tape, a horrible display of nerve and criminality. It was a very dangerous obstruction of an official proceeding, the same as used against our J6 prisoners. Actually, his act may have been worse, he must suffer their same fate. When will his trial begin? It's true. Jamal Bowman, 
a degenerate socialist cunt rag pulled the fire alarm inside our nation's capital to prevent to prevent the vote from happening over the weekend to keep the government open. It's on video. It's on video of him removing the signs around this. It's on video him pulling the damn fire alarm. He is now spinning a story where he says he thought it was to open a door, which is ridiculous. It very clearly stated along with two signs uh, on either side of it, what it would do, and he did it. This is a felony, by the way, according to Capitol Police, what this man did. A felony, and he's going to get away with it because he's a Democrat, and Democrats can do whatever the fuck they want, and we all know it. But this shit was egregious. And you almost wouldn't believe it if I didn't tell you. You'd never, you'd go, what? How could an American Congress member actually pulled the fucking fire alarm to prevent a vote on a spending bill? Sheer insanity. This is how far your nation has fallen. This is what happens when you allow socialists to take over and you don't fight back. This is what it looks like. This is absolutely what it looks like. It's egregious and it's disgusting. And yet here we fucking are. Here we are. Joe Biden and the defund the police Democrats have turned our once great cities into cesspools of bloodshed and crime. There's never been anything like it. Francisco is rethinking its sanctuary city policy. It was Donald Trump at the time talking about securing the borders. Here's my plan to restore law and order in our cities and throughout our country, frankly. First, because police forces have been gutted by Democrats' war on police, I will sign a record investment in hiring, retention, and training for police officers nationwide, so important. Strictly enforcing the existing gun laws against convicted felons, cracking down on the open use of illegal drugs, and cooperating with ICE to get criminal aliens off our streets and get them out of our country. go after the radical Marxist prosecutors who are abolishing cash bail, refusing to charge crimes, and surrendering our cities to violent criminals. Mega Devil Dog, an absolute bruising fucking meme right there. And uh, and we're going to have to play. I'm going to have to play that one real, real quick for you guys. Hold on. Where did I put this thing? Oh, there it is. Okay. All right. You know what? Let's start. Here's what I want to do. I want to play the Trump uh, in SoCal clips. And then we're going to play Rick uh, Magasinger guys recap, which is awesome. So 
uh, that, that was a perfect segue because you gotta understand the corruption is absurd right now. I mean, it's so bad, you guys. A lot of people, when you see me saying that Dianne Feinstein's burning an eternal hellfire for ripping off the American public, I feel like you really don't comprehend just how much theft was going on, okay? Let's talk about it. Report, Dianne Feinstein is leaving behind a massive $100 million plus portfolio to her four daughters, a public servant, a public servant uh, on a six-figure salary who was worth eight figures. Remarkable. Here is what Feinstein uh, left behind. Here you go. Ready? This is You're going to feel good about this one. A $60 million private jet. A $21 million San Francisco mansion. A $7.4 million Washington, D.C. home. A $5 million Hawaii home. $70 million in cash in the bank. Experts estimate her personal net worth was over $70 million. Washington is beyond corrupt. I don't feel like you guys really probably understand how hard it is to accumulate $70 million in cash in the bank while carrying the fucking note on a $60 million private jet, $21 million mansion, $7.4 million mansion, $5 million mansion. The mortgages on most of that shit alone are north of, uh, like the 5 million is probably 22,000 a month. A $60 million jet is probably something around like 60 or 70,000 a month. A $21 million home, you're looking at, depending on what her note is on there, she probably paid the fucking thing off, but when she had a mortgage on it, I bet you that goddamn thing was probably north of 35 to 50,000 a month. And if it's all paid off, it's even worse. This is one of the most corrupt whores in American history. This fucking bitch and her sorry family, every penny, everything she's ever accumulated should be auctioned off and should be put back into the pockets of the American taxpayer. Everything. Uh, for, you do not understand this level of theft. This is a public servant amassing a fortune. Fuck $70 million net worth. It's well over 100. It's more like 200, 250 million. And that's just the money you know about. That's not even the money they buried. Beyond corrupt. It, it would be, that is a fucking understatement. Meanwhile, meanwhile, for you and me and everyone else in the middle, the median price of an existing home in the U.S. rose nearly 53% from 266000 in January of 2020 to 407000 in August. The, the home isn't worth more. Your money is worth less. Let's repeat again, everybody. Your house didn't double in price. Your dollar, dollars dropped by 50% in value. Your home is not worth more. Your money is worth less. Your home is not worth more. 
Your money is worth less. Your home is not actually worth more. Your money is just worth less. That's why it's all uh, essentially, that's why your bread is 550 a fucking a loaf. That's why your eggs got up to six, seven bucks a fucking carton. This is why your gas is up through the moon. Your money is losing value. You're not doing better. You're not a savvy investor. Your money is cratering. Hello, Weimar Republic. Hello, Venezuela. All while Dianne Feinstein amassed a fortune off of the fucking back of the American public. It's disgusting. It's absolutely fucking disgusting. Media, the, the average American is suffering out there. The man rose to crow. I hit my toes and I rolled up my sleeves. And pushing rocks and parts and clocks broke my back for every dollar. I've cut your grass and built your house And I'm proud of this blue collar And anything I've got today I got it the old-fashioned way Buddy, I done jay scott absolutely beautiful it's true it's true some of us will continue to work and grind and some of us will continue to propagate fucking criminals and uh we call those democrats dilly when do you see property leveling out oh bud oh buddy hey guys can you guys let me know um once something is worth is is up a certain price when have we ever seen it come down Right now, you're living through stagflation. Deflation would destroy the country. I don't think you understand. If everybody in America uh, is, is upside down, there's only one way to navigate deflation. Do you guys know what it is? There's only one way to navigate deflation. You have to have a massive, massive influx of capital from actual labor and from actual export, okay? I don't want to get too deep in the weeds on economics, but you can, Trump can do this. Trump can do this. You can have a deflationary period as long as the debt and the difference is being exported in the form of trade and you have a massive influx in capital via energy and manufacturing, you can navigate it. It's not fucking easy, okay? But you can absolutely do it. It's an ugly thing, but Donald Trump could do it. He absolutely could do it. It's a matter of uh, accumulating uh, as many opportunities and, and as much uh, wealth as possible while also dropping rates as fast as possible while 
essentially you have to basically be exporting massive amounts of of uh energy which is oil goods and debt and yes you can export debt we need to export the debt along with the fucking actual durable goods along with the energy and yes you can actually recover from this prices will probably never actually fully come down on real estate and i'll tell you why so they'll come down a little bit but what's going to happen when trump gets into office you guys i think what the best you could hope for is probably a slight pullback and then a, a flat period because when trump gets back in you're going to see an increase in opportunity so you'll actually see a hot uh, uh real estate market again so you will see you will see buying opportunities. I think the best you could hope for is flat. The best you could hope for is flat, okay? Isn't exporting debt what made countries hate us? Oh no, we have a whole bunch of reasons they hate us. <laughs> There's, they hate us a lot more than just for debt. But there is a way to do this and uh, we'll see. I'm not, I, I believe in Trump. If Trump gets back in, it's all going to be fine. You guys will see. Because Trump will get in, and here's where it, it sounds it sounds wonky to explain. Donald Trump is going to gas the, the economy at, in such a way, it's going to gobble up all of the negativity really quick. Meaning, where you, where you actually are economically. So if Trump gets back in, the economy goes to the moon, the jobs open up, the trade shit opens up, what you're going to witness is credit card debt crater because the American public's going to have more durable or more um, excess money. You're going to see people refinancing because everybody who's bought pretty much since the summer of 22 is going to want a lower rate. The refinance is going to free up more cash and the more cash is going to pay off more debt, personal debt, U.S. American debt. And then as Trump is exporting and as the economy is ramping up and keating up, You'll see more opportunities coming into the American public, and then you're going to see more, uh, more homes being built. So I'm telling you, this it can happen. Just you got to let DJT thread the needle. All right, let's get into Trump's speech in SoCal. It was absolutely incredible. A whole different level of energy. And we will immediately stop all of the pillaging and theft. Very simply, if you rob a store, you can fully expect to be shot as you are leaving that store. Shot. Well, it sounds like he wants to bring back the Second Amendment as well and law and order. And... I'm for it. <laughs> I don't know what to say. You should not be allowed to destroy someone's livelihood, reduce their, their entire livelihood and business to rubble because people don't have the ability to defend their, their stores. Period. I'm all for this. Good. Love the idea. Let's do it, Trump and you don't like somebody, or if somebody's beating you by 10, 15, or 20 points like we're doing with crooked Joe Biden, 
Let's indict the motherfucker. Let's indict. Now, I'm not saying that this is what happens when you watch too much Dilly Show. I'm just saying if you watch this show and you are like fired up, maybe you're on a plane and you you tuned in for a few minutes and you're like, I like what this guy's got to say. And then you get off the plane and then you meet my team, some of them, and you're like, God, they're really fun people, man. And you're fired up. You're all fired up and you're like man i like him and then you're like get on the stage and you're fucking still high energy mj and you watch the dilly show and you talk to the dilly meme team and then and you don't like somebody or if somebody's beating you by 10 15 or 20 points like we're doing with crooked joe biden let's indict the motherfucker let's indict. you think Trump would use that language? Yes. And better than I do. Yes, he would. I know he does. Do you think Donald Trump would say that? I'm a Trump supporter and... Uh-huh. I know you guys have all enjoyed this show for a lot of years, but can we all just appreciate for a moment how many fucking years I had to go until everybody started to come my direction? Like, never forget that when I started doing this show, while Trump was in office, I was told that I was embarrassing Donald Trump because he would never use my language, and that's why the the Trump campaign didn't want anything to do with me. That's what I was told back in 18 and 19. I had to endure years of the worst fucking people, the most milquetoast, weak-ass people who didn't understand the fight we were in. I understood it even while Trump was in office. I was like, we're in a fucking war. I can see exactly what they're going to do if they ever successfully remove him. And they told me, you can't do a show like this. You couldn't curse like this. You can't say you think Donald Trump would ever. And you don't like somebody or if somebody's beating you by 10, 15 or 20 points like we're doing with crooked Joe Biden. Let's indict the motherfucker. Let's indict to meet with LeBron, say, LeBron, I've decided I'm going to get out of the presidential business, get out of the real estate business. I'm going to become a basketball coach of women. And I'm going to get him and four or five other guys to transition. (laughs) And we are going to have the greatest basketball team in history. We will be undefeated forever. We will make the legendary John Wooden into just a little asterisk. 
So Trump, Trump, uh, all right, I got to tell you guys, okay? I got to tell you guys something. So Donald Trump goes after LeBron James, Los Angeles Laker. Donald Trump mocks John Wooden, UCLA head coach. Donald Trump stood in front of a bunch of elitist fucking Republican donors, most of which who preferred DeSantis, mocked their basketball god, mocked their, mocked their basketball coaching god, and then, as if that weren't enough, he decides to fucking tell them this. But they... Don't want the water to come down all the way to Los Angeles and the Central Valley where we're constantly forced to ration. You have droughts. We're rich people in Beverly Hills. We don't feel so sorry for them, but I do actually. You know, they pay millions of dollars in taxes. They take you to shower. They're told to hurry up. You're only allowed a small amount of water when they take a shower. That's why rich people from Beverly Hills, generally speaking, don't smell so good, you know. <laughs> Typically. You ever notice they're not great? Their hygiene is not good, but it's forced to be that way. <laughs> so when you meet somebody with a beautiful house in Beverly Hills, you know that person is sort of disgusting under <laughs> But where you wash your hands and you're supposed to take no more than 30 seconds, they want a quick, quick hands. And yet they're paying millions and millions of dollars in taxes. Millions of dollars, these people. And, and whether it's rich people or... People that are just paying a small amount of that. You're allowed to have water and you can have it for free. For free. You know, we have all those canals. They're dry as a bone. Okay. Okay. I feel like a lot of people don't understand fully what they just saw. The meme team knew it. Trump knew it going in. Jason Miller told the team after the speech when they were hanging out, Jason said he was feeding off your guys' energy. He liked your energy. He was, listen, this is about as close to Donald Trump in 2016 during that that uh, Catholic, uh, whatever it's called, I don't know what it's called, the Catholic fundraiser when he was roasting Hillary Clinton and then the Catholic Church unapologetically like he couldn't even get him to laugh because they were all they were mortified that's this is the closest you've got to taking him and you put him in a room with people he knows the majority do not like him remember his fucking four vips were stuffed in the corner and not fed okay the al smith dinner thank you Hogman. This is about as close to the Al Smith dinner as you'll ever get. And if you've never seen the Al Smith dinner speech from Donald Trump, it will go down as one of the most remarkable things you will ever see. But he walked in and he's like, all right, my fucking, my guests, my four VIPs didn't get fed. They left them in the corner. My hardcore MAGA patriots aren't up front. 
It's a bunch of rich, snobby cunts from California that surrendered the country. He looks back further. He sees all the bullshit DeSantis signs that are fucking taped up with, with fucking painter's tape. He wasn't done calling him out at one point, And I forgot to bring this up to the meme team. And I'll bring it up now uh, to the memers that were in attendance. There was a point in the speech when Trump's talking about stopping election fraud in 2024. And he points straight at the fucking guy, the elected official from the Republican Party who's responsible for it. And he goes, you need to do something about it this time. You right there. And he fucking pointed right at him. Donald Trump doesn't go to California because California is full of cuck conservatives. Not the people who vote Trump, but the people who represent the Republican Party are some of the weakest, most corrupt losers in America. And he knows it. And he doesn't give a flying fuck. And for him to walk in there and to tell you and me and everyone else, these rich snobs from Beverly Hills are generally disgusting. They're fucking disgusting. He's mocking them. He's like, you have a $30 million house and you're fucking dirty. He called them dirty. He called them disgusting. Can we please appreciate the juxtaposition between Trump in Los Angeles and Trump in Iowa a day later? Like, can we just appreciate the way he fucking handled the GOP in California and then landed in Iowa and went and visited the farmers and the way he treated them? Can we just kind of, we recognize the, the massive, I'm playing it again. Fuck that. But they don't want the water to come down all the way to Los Angeles and the Central Valley where we're constantly forced to ration. You have droughts. We're rich people in Beverly Hills. We don't feel so sorry for them, but I do actually. You know, they pay millions of dollars in taxes. They're taking a shower. They're told to hurry up. You're only allowed a small amount of water when they take a shower. That's why rich people from Beverly Hills, generally speaking, don't smell so good, you know? (laughs) Typically. You ever notice? They're not great. Their hygiene is not good, but it's forced to be that way. So when you meet somebody with a beautiful house in Beverly Hills, you know that person is sort of disgusting under there. Fuck. But where you wash your hands (laughs) and you're supposed to take no more than 30 seconds, they want a quick, quick hands. And yet they're paying millions and millions of dollars in taxes. Millions of dollars, these people. And, and whether it's rich people or people that are just paying a small amount of that, you're allowed to have water and you can have it for free. For free. You know, we have all those canals. They're dry as a bone. <laughs> Donald Trump. He continued. The state gave us the gold rush, the Golden Gate Bridge, and the golden age of Hollywood. What glamour, what beautiful glamour. If they ever came back from the dead that looked and say, what the hell happened to our safe? Can you imagine? That was a glamorous time. Now they would look and they would say, this can't be happening. It built Liberty ships, the Sunset Strip, Disneyland, and the internet and the iPhone. So many things came out of California. It was California that first elected public office, Republican presidents. How about that? Richard Nixon and Ronald Reagan. Both. Both. But while California was once a symbol of American success today under the radical left fascists and Marxists, 
that run your state. That's who's running your state. Bad people. It's becoming a symbol of our nation's decline. Gavin Newsom and the far-left communists in Sacramento. He did a great job as mayor of San Francisco, didn't he? But the far-left communists in Sacramento, San Francisco, and L.A., cities which are absolutely being destroyed rapidly on a daily basis, have given you sanctuary cities, wide-open borders, mass homeless encampments, out-of-control taxes, soaring income, inequality like nobody's ever seen before, Marxist district attorneys, woke tech tyrants, they are woke, rolling blackouts, child sexual mutilation, and roving bands of looters, criminals, and thugs. But other than that, I think they're doing quite a good job. <laughs> I can't. I just love Trump. Holy shit. They send out 22 million ballots. Think of that. All mail-in ballots. 22 million ballots. People getting five ballots, six ballots. Nobody knows where they're going, who they're going to, who signs them, who delivers them, and who the hell counts them. Nobody knows. We would win. You should see the crowds of people outside. You wouldn't believe it. It makes you look like small-timers, okay? Now, if anybody would like to give up your seat for some of the people outside, we will do that. Would anybody raise your hand? Other than that, it's a very well-run election system, other than those little things. It's a disaster. It's a rigged system, and it's a shame that it's been allowed to go on for so long. It's really sad. Every time I come here, we have the biggest crowds, and then I'm told automatically that if you're a Republican running for president, you'll lose by 5 to 10 points. We don't lose by 5 to 10. Maybe some others would, but we're not going to lose by 5. We're going to win. We would win. I don't believe it when they say it, but the state is rigged. It's a rigged election. It's a horrible thing, and we have to turn it back. This is a state that the right Republican can win, and I think actually win easily. And all you have to do is you look at, go outside and look at what's going on in the streets outside, and it's with love, too, tremendous love. There's not a lot of people. There's no people that are negative, actually. No way we lose this state in a real election. If this was a real election, there's no way. If we had a real election with the real polling booths, if you had real polling, you don't have any polling booths. You have people signing some. Um, yeah, the rest of that clip is fire. That's the one I was talking about. He knows. He knows. It's all bullshit. California is the king. The capital of bullshitsville is California. The elections are completely arbitrary. There is zero legitimacy to them. There is zero legitimacy to what they are doing. It's a complete and total fucking fraud. The whole state is a fraud. And we all know it. And he knows it. That's why he didn't mind roasting the shit out of the people who were in attendance. People who are in charge of election integrity in California sit in front row eating a giant shit sandwich made by Donald J. Trump and rightfully so because they didn't do anything to protect the state. They didn't do anything to protect your vote. And if you live in California, you should hate every motherfucker that's elected in that state because there is nobody, nobody working right now to reform that or restore that. So California 
is viewed as automatically blue because the corruption is so pervasive and so deep and no one's doing a goddamn thing about it. That's why I hate California. I don't advocate for California. I beg my meme team to get the fuck out of California because I don't think there's a future there. I think the future of California is fucking Mexico. That's what I think it is. So we'll see. Now, he wasn't done making jokes. One such joke was this one. He's going to make it. Does anybody think he's going to make it to the starting gate? I mean, the guy can't find his way off of the stage. Look, here's the stage. Here's the stage. I've never seen this stupid stage before, right? I've never seen it. But if I walk left, there's a stair. And if I walk right, there's a stair. And this guy gets up. Where am I? little memes oh my god you guys ready for this president trump so first and foremost i gotta t- i gotta play a little something for you guys this is funny as shit um <laughs> double dog i don't know what context there was to this clip before it i didn't even know it existed until it ended up in my inbox and i didn't see it before i'm like been working all weekend i've been frantic and i see this clip and i'm like what in the fuck is what am i watching okay I'm like, what am I watching? So you got President Trump, who's a genuinely funny guy, doing his thing, sharp as a tack, having fun. And then there's this fucking clip that exists, and I didn't know it existed until I loaded it into the show today, and I went, what the fuck am I watching? And it's, uh, well, it's Joe Biden. And he also met with some supporters, apparently. Randy's going to love this one. It's just 29 seconds of what the fuck. You just, what the, what the fuck? <laughs> Rihanna's going to lose it over the shitty flute in that. That was amazing. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God, dude. I thought Rihanna made that. Honestly, I thought my wife made that devil dog. I feel like all you did was type in shitty flute. You looped a video, slapped your name on it. And we're like, Hey, I made a meme. That was Randy esque. The music right away, I thought, I was like, is that from Rihanna's Best Of? Fucking hilarious, bro. Thank you for that one. (laughs) Devil Dog was a busy boy this weekend. He was a busy boy. All right. Trump was not done in SoCal, as I mentioned. And before he left, he stopped by Carvel Ice Cream, where the Dilly Show had the first person in line recording the whole thing, our very own MAGA singer guy. Hey, 
Well, I gotta crank the, the sound on that. He's the only one that you should vote for. Hispanos para Trump. Show us the real. Show us you guys. Show us the man right there. He's the man. He's got an official New York Post newspaper with the Trump mugshot. Killing. Thank you so much, bro. People coming out surrender. Never surrender. Oh yeah, Trump will find that for you. All right, we got we got the youngest Trumpers in the house, everybody. Make some noise. This is what we're fighting for. These children right now are our future, okay? So if we don't get Trump now, they might not have a future. The man is in the house. There he is, right there. Hey, Rick. Dilly Mean Team loves you, man. Brendan Dilly and the Dilly Mean Team. We're in the house. Secret Service, you guys are awesome. Protecting the greatest president we've ever had and ever will have. Thank you, Dilly, so friggin' much. Like, best fucking day ever. I got an ice cream cone. Unfortunately, I didn't get it directly from Trump. I was the first one there, but because of all my gabbing and talking and getting to meet everybody, which is what I always do, uh, I was in the back, as you've seen in some of my videos. Got him on video, the man was in the house, I actually got a video on my phone now of Trump directly from my camera. Mega singer. <laughs> well done, Rick. Well done, my friend. You crushed it. You completely represented. He did an excellent job. An excellent job. He stole the fucking show. Uh, he was hosting the crowd. They loved him. He was having a blast. Represented the Dilly Meme team and the Dilly 300. Because he's kind of a little bit of both. He's in between. He fucking, uh, he moonlights as a, a Dilly Meme team member, but he's 100% always a Dilly 300 member. And he, he did a great job, dude. Seriously. And uh, we were really touched. The video that Rick did um, of his testimony about his first Trump encounter is, it'll leave you in tears. I hope he posts it. I hope he posts it. Because he only showed the little funny part where he's eating the ice cream. But his four and a half minute rant is incredible i i hope to god maga singer guy puts it up on the uh, on twitter because that rant that un like unedited unscripted rant was one of the best things you'll ever see so you guys can try to convince maga singer guy to post it um but it's compelling as shit and it what's in, what's interesting is for those of us who are spoiled and i consider myself spoiled okay i'm from arizona then I come out here and I'm living in Georgia. I have got to see President Trump numerous times in person. I have met President Trump. I've partied at his house a couple of times now down in Mar-a-Lago. My team is, many of my team have met President Trump now. Many of my team have had VIP. Many of you have had VIP courtesy of, of Team Trump and, and the Dilly Show. But Rick, MAGA singer guy, had never, in all the years he supported President Trump, because he's in California, had an opportunity to see him in person. And his, his feedback about it is something that every one of us who have been to a Trump rally 
can recall the first one. Every one of us who have went and seen Trump know what he's talking about in his video, okay? And it's, it's a really, it's a powerful testimonial and I hope, I hope he'll post it because it should be shared everywhere. Okay, sounds like President Donnie J. Trump is out of court. Sounds like he's out of court. I'm checking it now. Thank you, Lauren. All right, he just left court and it looks like he gave a statement. I'm gonna upload it right now. We'll grab this thing. Let me grab it right now. Thank you, Lauren, for doing this while we're on the air. We also have to talk about something that I'm, I'm right again and everyone else is wrong again. And I already got proven right and it's only been a few hours, but we'll talk about it in a minute. I love when that happens while I'm on the air and get proven right. It's fucking just beautiful. There it is. Okay, President Trump. Let me crank the volume up. He just walked out of the courtroom. Here we go. Right. Approximately 80% of the trials won. He refuses to acknowledge his own appellate division. And I think it's a disgrace to our country. And somebody has to fight, because if you don't fight, our country's just gonna go down the tubes. This is election interference. This guy's a highly partisan person. And we can't let this stuff happen. So you should ask yourselves as professionals, and I have a lot of respect for you, not all of you, but a lot of you, why is it that he didn't honor the decision of the appellate? And by the way, I believe it was a unanimous decision, right? It's a five to nothing decision, unanimous decision. And he said, I'm not gonna honor it. Let's go to trial. This is a judge that should be disbarred. This is a judge that should be out of office. This is a judge that some people say could be charged criminally for what he's doing. He's interfering with an election, and it's a disgrace. Thank you very much. Thank you. Mr. Trump, why do you want to be here in person today? Because I want to watch this witch hunt myself. I've been going through a witch hunt for years, but this is really now getting dirty between Jack Smith and between all of these DOJ people helping them along. This is a pure witch hunt for purposes of interfering with the elections of the United States of America. It's totally illegal. This judge should be disbarred. He shouldn't be allowed to be a judge. Thank you. Donald J. Trump with the fucking mic drop. Approximately 80% of the trials won. He refuses to acknowledge. Trump ain't backing down. He's never going to back down. They're never going to get him over on this. That's what actual fighting, like an actual fight for the truth, what it looks like. That's what it looks like right there. What's Bob doing? Where's my wife at? I don't know where Randy's at. She probably left to go get the kids. I bet that's why Bob's barking. We're going a little long. Yeah, we're going a little long. Um, okay. Fuck, that fucking pisses me off. There's something else that happened today that you're not aware of. 
Jesus. You guys, here we go. Here you go. There's been a battle all weekend regarding the House of Representatives. The House of Representatives been fighting all weekend. House GOP members seek to expel Matt Gates over his attempts to oust Kevin McCarthy. No one can stand him. I'm going to grab this right now. I got, I've got a little something I need to show you guys. Because we do discernment around here. Here we go. This fucking guy. This is a report coming to you from Laura Loomer this morning, just a short time ago. Quote, isn't it such a coincidence that the same day Matt Gates is supposed to be making a motion to vacate which he didn't, his father announces his run for Senate in Florida and his return to politics. Technically speaking, Florida's resigned to run law still applies to everyone else running for office in Florida who holds current office. Let me tell you what I think is going on. Gates is creating so much drama so he can have a forced exit out of Congress either by his own resignation or by being expelled. He will try to represent it or present it in a way that makes him look like a MAGA martyr, and he will blame McCarthy, even though Matt has abandoned all of his opportunities to hold McCarthy accountable. Here's the part that should gross you out. Things that didn't happen to Gate today. Matt Gates didn't file a motion to vacate and get McCarthy out. That didn't happen. What did happen maximum television and media coverage of Matt Gates, and his father filed paperwork to run for Senate in Florida and come out of retirement. Matt stood in front of the country yesterday and said he was going to file a motion to vacate, and then he fucking woke up, went down to Congress, gave his gay little speech, and filed no such thing. Everybody that jumped on the Matt Gates as the champion of fucking MAGA bandwagon is about to have a fucking giant pie in their face. And I'm in a room with a bunch of other people that are heavy hitters that have asked myself, Laura Loomer, and Paul Ingracias to stop attacking Matt Gates. And you know what we've all said? Fuck you. I don't know what to tell these people. They don't watch this show anyway. These people are fucking about as establishment as it gets. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Your boy is full of shit. He's full of shit. I I don't trust the guy. I don't fucking believe the guy. It's always the same games with that guy. 
And that's why Phantom Shadow made this. Hey, wait a minute. Just loop it. We'll, we'll put a pin in this subject for a little while, okay? That's what we're gonna do. That's about the best I can offer you is a pin. We won't continue to bash and roast the fuck out of the guy, but because we're still gonna give him, maybe tomorrow. He says tomorrow. Hey, hey, tomorrow I'm gonna do it. Mm, yeah, okay. You're not gonna do shit. You're gonna hand the Democrats the Speaker of the House position by fucking backstabbing McCarthy, even though he's a swamp creature. You should have removed him fucking nine months ago. You're doing it now and it doesn't do shit other than promote yourself fucking fraud we'll set that aside though we'll put a pin in it we'll put a fucking pin in it and if i'm wrong i'll come back at the end of the week and go god damn it i guess i was wrong yeah sure one guy who was awkwardly honest this weekend and actually it really was impressive is uh and, and don't get mad at me lindsey graham lindsey graham i to his look uh, this is me telling you if i'm wrong I always admit when I'm wrong. And Lindsey Graham made some statements yesterday that I went, okay. I can't argue with any of that. Check it out. We had to keep the government open. We got 45 days to fix both problems. Um, listen, people call me Lady G just because I like to cross dress. Maybe I put on some lipstick, some heels, and tuck my testicles back using Gorilla Tape, but that doesn't mean I don't love this country. Uh, okay. Fuck, I can't argue with that. For him to have went in front of America and to so candidly and tell you the truth, I'm not sure how you can argue with this. I understand we all feel how we do, and we've booed him relentlessly. But to his credit, he was very absolute. He was very honest right there. That was an honest. That was a very honest statement. You know, and 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 we did a. You know, Dre fans are actually got that recording, and he's been getting all kinds of blowback this weekend for for filming his phone. What? That is an. We had to keep the government open. We got 45 days to fix both problems. Um, listen, people call me Lady G just because I like to cross dress. Maybe I put on some lipstick, some heels and tuck my testicles back using Gorilla Tape, but that doesn't mean I don't love this country. I can't argue with that. I can't argue with that. With that being said, oh my God, oh my God. Dude, 
this fucking weekend. Holy shit, you guys. All right. Yesterday morning, me and my beautiful wife, we woke up bright and early. Uh, you know, it wasn't crazy early, but like, you know, 8 a.m. for a Sunday. And I was like, we had made a plan. We're like, I said, babe, let's let's do something. Just the two of us. <laughs> Excuse me. Tomorrow, we're going to go for a drive. We'll hop in your convertible. I'll drive. We'll just get out of town for a little while. Maybe drive an hour. Go eat breakfast somewhere. And then come home before we have a, cra a crazy Sunday. And she was like, oh, I'd love it, Brandon. Let's do it. Okay. So me and Randy hop in the Porsche. We take off. We have a blast. We're driving. And we didn't know exactly where we're going. And about halfway into the drive, I say, why don't we shoot over to LEJ here in the mountains of Georgia and grab some breakfast? She's like, oh, that's awesome. I say, will you look up a couple of places as we're entering into the city limits? I'm like, I don't know where to eat. So she finds a couple of shops you know, little cafes and shit. And we park and we walk into to this one. So as we enter the fucking coffee shop slash breakfast diner, there's this little fucking thing, all right? There's a little fucking thing. All right, and I, 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 it's supposed to, supposed to be a girl, all right? It's fucking, it's fucking short as shit. It's fucking wide. It's got horrible dark purple hair, purple fucking lipstick, purple shit on its eyes. I don't know what the fuck that is, okay? It's a little fucking thing. And as I look into the face of this little fucking thing, I'm like, oh, it's trying to be a girl, okay? I say, okay, all right, ma'am, we'll roll with it. I can clearly see you're a fucking little fat dude. It looked like Steve Deese with no glasses, if I'm being honest, okay? So I look into the eye of this fucking little weeble wobble looking motherfucker, and I'm thinking, okay, we're playing dress up today, okay? Hey, you little weird <laughs> fucking hippie cross-dressing fuck. Okay, fine. Like, we're going to play this game. It's cool. This will be fun. Maybe I'll flirt with the thing, okay? Maybe I'll flirt with the thing. I say, how are you this morning? And the thing looks at me and says, I'm good. How are you? And I'm like, okay, we're not trying. You're not even trying. You didn't even lighten the voice. You didn't even hit me with the, oh, I'm doing good, Dilly. Nothing. Bro hit me back with the, Oh, I'm doing good. How was, how was your morning? And I'm like, why? Why? Why even go this far? Why even put the fucking makeup on? You went, you stuffed the socks in that shitty little fucking trainer bra that you had. You put the fucking makeup on and then you hit me with the, hey, what's up, man? How are you doing? Why? Why? Why even go halfway? Why allow a fucking mongrel like that to work for you? If you ever walked into my fucking job site looking like that, I'm going to fucking shit can you right on the spot. If you say anything to me other than, hi, Brendan, I'm Daisy now. And I'm like, Barry, what the fuck are you doing? And you say, I'm Daisy. Um, I tuck my wiener back. And I'm a girl now. If you don't stay in character the entire time, I'm fucking firing you. I would tell them. I'd say, Barry, listen, this is how it's going to go, Daisy. Barry, Daisy. You can do this, and you're going to be allowed to stay here today. 
But if you fucking forget and you even slightly slip up, I see you at a urinal or I hear you fucking with that grotesque fucking masculine voice say hello to anybody, I'm firing you on the spot. Instead, no, this fucking freakazoid greets me for breakfast, clearly trying to pass off as an ugly woman, and then drops, hey, what's up, bro? I'm like, how the fuck am I even supposed to treat you? It's such a half-assed attempt. Like, I get it, you fat fucking weird losers out there that want to dress up and pretend you're pretty. I get it. There's a reason you look like the way you do as the gender you are. But now you've got to go fuck up the opposite gender also? Couldn't even go all the way with it, huh? Couldn't even go all the fucking way with it. I know, I know, I know. Your uncle touched you a little too much. A little too long of hugs. I'm, I, I get it. But this fucking thing, this absolute fucking monstrosity had the gall to stand there and speak to me with that deep ass fucking Georgian mountain man fucking voice while wearing black and purple lipstick and mascara with those fucked up like lopsided stuffed titties. And I just, I'm not even mad about him being a cross-dresser. This isn't about him being trans, okay? This is about him being a lazy piece of shit man pretending to be a fucking girl halfway. That's what's got me more angry. I'm not mad that he thinks he's a girl. I'm angry that he's a lazy fat fucking dude that didn't go all the way with it. Like, that's what's got me pissed. Like, if you're gonna fucking do it, commit, you fat little loser. Why the fuck would you? It's the one thing that any of us could actually dress up is, oh, I'm a girl. See, it's fucking easy. Yeah, hi, good morning, welcome to the Foxville. Want a coffee? Like, any of that would pass, dude. But you just went completely deep-ass voiced with the fucking makeup and the hair? Jesus fucking Christ, these people. These fucking lazy fucks. The whole objective of being a cross-dressing fucking weirdo was to try and dupe the other side. Remember that? That was the hallmark of a good tranny was you didn't know until you got to the cock and you were like, oh shit, I've been, you got me. That was the 80s. The 80s was, oh my God, I didn't know it was a fucking dude until I got to the dick. Now it's just, hey man, I'm totally a girl. Want to suck my cock? It's like, no, Barry. No, I don't. And why the fuck are you somewhere stuck in between? You're in between whatever the fuck. That, that's not even a gender. It's just a lazy fat guy. It's just a lazy, unhinged, weird dude that fucking is trying to pretend to ha be a girl kind of. Kind of, not even all the way. It's not even all the way. And I'm so pissed at the fucking laziness. Anyway, it felt relevant to that last fucking clip. Now, while I was at breakfast, a fucking huge story hit the airwaves yesterday morning. And it got sort of pushed to the back burner because of Matt Gates' bullshit theatrics, okay? It was the Nikki Haley story. My God, scandal abounds with Nikki Haley. According to Nikki Haley, which if you can't believe Nikki Haley, who can you believe? According to Nikki Haley, after a day of campaigning, this is the message waiting for me outside of my hotel room. Dun, dun, dun. According to Bird Brain, Nikki Haley, President Trump's team allegedly sent her a birdcage with some birdseed and wrote in the most effeminate poverty marker ever, from Trump campaign. Nikki Smollett, everybody. Nikki Smollett 
is trying to convince us that Donald Trump sent a gift that included a shitty cardboard card with no Trump logo, hand-signed in some crass fucking female handwriting. Nikki fucking Smollett really was out here pushing this shit on social media. According to my wife, it came with a parrot that yelled MAGA country. This is MAGA country. That's what Randy said the parrot flew away, but it yelled this is MAGA country before flying away. Nikki fucking Haley is retarded. This is the most boomer shit I've ever seen in my life. Nikki fucking Smollett really tried to pretend that Donald Trump would send some poverty birdcage with birdseed and not include an official Donald Trump fucking card. What an absolute fucking idiot. Nobody even cares. The only person that cared, Nikki Haley, was me and MAGA Devil Dog. We're the only ones that even kind of cared, you dumb bitch. See? You sold my dead bird to a blind kid? Lloyd, that, that, you, what are you... Petey didn't even have a head. Harry, I took care of it. Pretty bird. Yeah, can you say pretty bird? Pretty bird. Yes, pretty bird. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Oh. Oh my God. Wait, Nikki Haley's Gen X? No, she's not. Fuck you. She's a boomer now. <laughs> Dude, look what they did to me. Pacock, pacock. Look what they sent me. Pacock, pacock. They see me a birdcage, pacock, with feed. Yeah, thank you, Nikki Haley. <laughs> That's a, I can't imagine why he called you a fucking bird brain. What he meant to call you was a chicken head, you fucking cocksucker. Oh my god. Fuck the bird brain thing. That's a chicken head if I ever saw one. That fucking stupid neck. Guarantee. <laughs> Donald Trump's scared of me. Yeah, fuck off, lady. <laughs> Give me a fucking head. Give me a fucking break, you chicken head ass fucking bitch. Really? Really? Trump would send you a fucking card that's handwritten in bitch fucking handwriting? Huh? From Trump campaign. Okay. We totally believe that. It got absolutely zero traction. The only thing that got traction was Nikki Smollett, the hashtag. Nobody with any reason picked this thing up. Even Fox tried to talk about it this morning. They were like, so apparently this happened. Who knows? Who knows? Are you fucking kidding me? What an, what an idiot. You're such an idiot. Uh, you are just, Nikki Smollett is exactly like that trans dude from the fucking restaurant. Like, doesn't even have the fucking sense to be like, hey, would Donald Trump ever sign a card this way? No. Okay, let's change it. Instead, you had your stupid fuck assistant, probably some 21-year-old twat, like, ah, look what I did, boss. <laughs> okay, there, I take a picture. <laughs> Fuck. Like, I can see them staging it now. I found it outside my office. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Did it? Did it come with the news? Was there bleach? Fuck. 
This is why I hate these people. Like, they can't just be good at this shit. It's not really complicated. Have good ideas, articulate them clearly, and don't be an uppity cunt. How is that difficult? How the fuck is it complicated to be like, hey, this guy's offering this, I am offering this, and here's how I'm gonna do it, and I think I'm better for these fucking reasons. Instead, they're like buying a birdcage with seed at the local pet store and writing a dumb campaign thing to me. What a what an absolutely lazy dumb bitch. Nikki Haley, you're the laziest, dumbest bitch that's been in politics in at least a half a decade. At least the last five years. I don't even know what to say to you. Fucking Nikki Smollett. What what a goon. What a fucking goon. <laughs> From the Trump campaign. <laughs> God. You should hate these people. I know I do. I fucking hate these people. I don't even differentiate between them anymore. They all kind of look and sound the same to me, if you want my opinion. I don't know the difference anymore. I'm not sure. I can't tell. I'm not being facetious. I, uh... Got another one on deck. Is that a mystery meme? Did I just play a mystery meme? I think I just played a mystery meme. Was that a, was that a mystery meme? We're almost three hours into this show. I gotta go. The fuck is wrong? I gotta hold you guys hostage. This broadcast is like the longest broadcast in the history of broadcasts. That was a mystery meme. Are we gonna, are you gonna guess? It wasn't Trev. Trev's mad at me right now for going along. All right, hey, I'm sorry. This mystery meme is gonna have to not wait. That was Brandy with a B, okay? There, it's Brandy with a B. I actually need to talk about something though. I don't mean to piss you off right before you leave, but I need to talk about something. So the Pentagon has just told Biden's White House that they're running out of fucking munitions for Ukraine. There's a real problem here. It's not even money. It's fucking weaponry. And at the same time that that story came out, Devil Dog, I'm apologizing in advance. And I'm not being facetious. I'm not being a smartass. Every Marine watching this broadcast right now I am telling you I'm sorry in advance for what I'm about to share with you. Every member of the Marine Corps, every former member of the Marine Corps, every fucking parent or family member of somebody in the Marine Corps, I am already apologizing in advance because if you follow the bouncing ball of bullshit, this just happened. The Marine Corps is relaxing uh, relaxing uniform standards due to Camouflage shortage. <sighs> They're relaxing the fucking dress code. 
because they ran out of camo. So you thought it was just the U.S. Senate that dropped their uniforms. The Marines are some of the most well-dressed soldiers in the entire armed forces. And they are now, quote, relaxed. So we already relaxed standards for people to get into the Marines. We've already relaxed standards for fucking even knowing which gender you are. And now we're relaxing the uniform standards because you ran out of camo? Where the fuck did the camo go? Are we just going to, what are they going to wear? Just, this is what we do now? Just dress casual, be comfortable. It's all bullshit, all of the time. Everything is bullshit. Everything is bullshit. Everything is racist. Everything is racist. Everything is bullshit. Everything is bullshit. There you go. All right, you guys got two hours and 45 minutes of a broadcast day. God bless you. God bless America and God bless President Donald J. Trump. I am author Brendan Dilly, and I'll be back tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern for another episode of The Dilly Show. Until then, let's keep taking it all back. Have a wonderful Monday, everybody. So happy to be back with you guys. But there is no way. This is the United States of America. We're not giving up our sovereignty to anybody. Fuck that. We came too close. Now we're going back the other direction. We're not going to get calmer as years go by. We're going to get more fired up. We're going to want more. I want more. This culture war, you fucking idiots, is not is not something about the just, oh, the next re-election. We want it all back. We want our schools back. We want our education. We want our higher education back. We want our banking back. We want our celebrity fucking entertainment industries back. We want our music back. We want our sports back. We're fighting for all of it. I won't stop until we have every fucking aspect of Americanism back and actually representing America. We're raising an entire generation of patriots right behind us who have the exact same attitude and thoughts and approach. We're raising children. You're aborting them. We're raising them. We're raising them to vote. We're raising them to recognize bullshit. We're training them to not trust the, the uh, government or the media. We're training them in weapons. We're training them in free speech. We're not a fucking thing the left can do about it. We're not going away. This is only the beginning. Globalism was a failed idea. That was the George Bush era Republican, rhino, sellout, scumbag, globalist approach to things. This is a new America. This is a new America that resembles the old America, except for with a lot more wisdom. And you're just going to have to get used to it, lefties. We're not going anywhere.